child you know is taken away from you. When you are unknown. When you are alone. When you are gone. Just remember, you will be missed. Hello, and welcome to You Will Be Missed, a Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition podcast exploring the mists of Barovia and the surrounding mists. Um, I am Fluffy, pronouns she, her. I am your DM. Joining me today is Tony. Hello, I'm Tony. I am playing Ander, the Azamar Artificer. Uh, both our pronouns are he, him. Days. I am Days. Uh, I will be playing uh, Ioannoi Kristovich. Uh, our pronouns are he, him. Pete? Hi. I am Pete. I am piloting Mal, and uh, he is a totally human paladin slash sorcerer. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're both he, him. Yeah. Sorry. Clarence? I'm Clarence. My pronouns are they, them. Uh, and I am playing uh, the system known as Sangam. The current fronter is Adelie, uh, whose pronouns are they, she, or mirror of whoever's speaking to her. Um, but that is subject to change, so who knows? <laughs> and Cello. I'm Cello. I'm playing Raxo, the half-orc druid. Both of our pronouns are they, them. All right. So, picking up where we left off, the group made their way back to Velaki. Finding that news of the winery's destruction has made it to the village. The surviving Mardikovs reunited at the Blue Water Inn. As their place of offered respite was kind of no longer available to them. The group retired to Eon's house for some rest after some back and forth. Adelie decided to go contact Strahd as was agreed upon to see what he had to say. He said that he could fix the winery, keep the wine flowing if they would just deliver Irina to him. Thinking that they had the upper hand, Adelie went back to the party to divulge everything that happened. Only to find out that the Vampire Lord had predicted the betrayal and set up a contingency. Tensions rose as Adelie realized that they were caught in a web. The party arguing amongst themselves. Frustrated. They finish out the rest of their sleep. Wake up in the morning, at least what you assume to be morning. Sounds uh, outside the, the bro house are plentiful. Sounds of hammer and nail and saw. Eon, you're, you're familiar enough with this. You live close enough to the town square. The decorations are being 
put up for this week's festival, which is today. You all have some time. The festival will be closer to midday, early afternoon. You were also requested to meet with the Burgomaster to discuss what you know about the winery situation, as you are currently potential suspects for what happened. And so as the filtered gray light comes in through the foggy glass of Eon's row house on the first floor, the five of you, in kind of cramped conditions, make yourselves as com comfortable as you can around the central table in the room, having some time on your hands to process everything that has happened or will happen. Um, Adelie had also said that she would try to um, trigger someone else to take over front. Um, and I just rolled for that behind the scenes. And unfortunately, it was not successful. So it is still Adelie. Oops. Oops, indeed. Um, everybody did, did get a long rest. Yay. Much needed. As the sounds of light construction work kind of rattle against the windows, what would you all like to do? Uh, I will, knowing that I have to go meet the Burgomaster, um, I will, uh, since Pete is on the third floor with me, um, I'll, Pete, since... Malolius is on the third floor with me. Uh, I will let I will let Mal know uh, where I'm headed. Uh, that just to not destroy my home. Um, and uh, other than that, I mean, they're welcome to come and go. Uh, I will repeat that on the second floor where uh, Ander is, uh, and then point to the small desk with uh, the various books and texts there feel free um and then uh go down let raxo know um and because uh because adelie's just in the space adelie will hear uh but i will let raxo know uh where i'm headed and then leave them to their own devices this morning where are you heading uh to the burgomaster's manor oh the group is supposed to be going together as a whole Oh my. Hmm. Oh my. Oh my. Yeah, no, no. The the summons was for all five of you. Oh. Oh. <sighs> Do I bother? Yeah, no, then um Scratch that. Similar, th similar. Uh, doing all of that, except reminding them all that we have to go, um, and I'll just go on ahead uh, because I'm a little nervous. Uh, and I'll be honest. I'll be honest. Uh, at least to Mal, uh, up top where there are the least ears. Uh, that truthfully, at this point, I'm worried about being seen with 
other and with outsiders and leave ahead of them. Everybody leaves me. Well, I was I was planning on, on having y'all talk about your backstories like somebody wanted, but then that person decided to want to. I'm just I need I need to get a feel for the 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 lay of the 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 village before these people leave my home. Okay. Um we'll we'll do this first. So Eon, what are you planning on doing? Um at least when I immediately leave, uh see if there are people like posted outside are there, are there like guards outside my door. There aren't guards immediately outside your door. Um, you do see there are quite a number of militiamen in the town square itself, preparing for the festival, putting up streamers and banners and uh, putting out chairs and, and benches and that sort. You do see, however, not far from your house, which is not far, like once again, I reiterate, you're very close to the town square. You see a large, imposing figure wearing kind of this big fur, uh, fur shoulders. Wolf, kind of wolf fur draped around his shoulders. Heavy, uh, heavy armor. One arm disproportionately larger than the other with a massive kind of dripping claw at the end of it. He immediately catches eyes with you as you leave the house. The faint gray light filtering in from the clouds, giving a bit of a sheen to his uh, shaved head. I won't shy away from the stare, um, but I won't drag it out so as to antagonize. Uh, just let him give him a look that says that, okay, I see you. I, I, I noticed you noticing me. I, I'm picking up what you're putting down. You um, are fully aware of who this is. He's not engaging or encroaching me at all, just giving me the stare down. His, his eyes are locked with yours. Anyone else paying me any mind? No. And if anyone else is, he immediately yells at them to focus on the festival. last thing to check out and about um but kind of more immediately surrounding my home are there any say wanted posters or pictures of our faces that aren't by the gates like because uh, there were some uh i believe that you said were on the gates saying that you know we can't leave but are there any closer within the vicinity of my home so just for transparency so everyone can see i am going to switch maps um Eon is the only one that's actually on here, but I have your token so you can see things. Yay. 
Grog? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> you do see up atop center podium a a man with kind of clear clear balding head bit of a greasy sheen to it in bright red and, and gold robes as he is tending to the decorations making sure everything is perfect for the festival you do recognize that as the burgomaster Wonderful, wonderful. Okay, okay. Well, uh, uh, kind of just talking to myself and and giving a look around. At least, uh, at least, they won't burn my house down today. All right then, uh, and I will go on and head back inside. As you're. Starting to head back inside, you hear a gruff voice yet shout across the open market. You do not plan to keep the Burgomaster waiting long, do you, Kristovich? Uh, shut my eyes a little tight as I turned around. Deep breath. Turn back around. And wave. I am just going to get my friends and we will be here shortly. They just have to get prepared. Some of them sleep in. You all will need to leave your weapons behind. If I see any sign of aggression, I will put you down like the dogs you are. Understood. Hold back a bit of aggression there. Understood. His, the large, massive clawed arm kind of squeezing onto a rather nasty looking battle axe at his waist. The bright red, almost demonic looking skin kind of turns a slighter sh uh, white hue as he grips the, the axe and he just watches you walk back to your house. Everyone else you see Eon walking back into the first floor with a slightly paler complexion than he left. Good news. They won't kill us yet. Bad news. 
Bad news, uh, the killing us part is still up for debate. Just because? I don't think you you quite understand the value the wine has to the valley. It is everything. And if we are involved or were involved with its destruction, then they will want an equal destruction upon us. Well, I mean, considering that we didn't and the owner can vouch for that, granted, it still is gone. That's a really messed up uh, sense of justice your, uh, your town here has. I don't see... I mean, I don't know how many people are in this village, but there's five of us that actually did something about it instead of sitting on our asses doing nothing. So, if anything, yeah. There's a lot... uh, There's a lot weighing against us, um, first of all. Sorry to interrupt, gang. There is one thing to be of note. Most people didn't even know it was under threat until they found out it was destroyed. So, and, you know, uh, Erwin didn't even know that it was being attacked. He just knew that they hadn't been getting shipments in a while. So this will be our innocence is depending on if... If the honor is allowed to speak for us at all, and even even so, it is it is our word against the view of the people. And to be honest, you are all not from the valley, so there is not a whole lot of weight to your words without evidence. What about you? You're from here. And yet I am in your company. Well, yes, but out of all of us, you're the one most likely to be able to, you know, get through to them. So the mob will have their pound of flesh, essentially. We will have a chance to speak our case. I'm sure of that, but whether or not it is believed will depend on what we say and what we can prove. Fortunately for us, all will be well, according to all of your posters. <laughs> There's an actual laugh from Yanwe. Yes, all will be well. Yeah, well. Not much we can do about it other than say what actually happened, or if we feel like saying what actually happened. But, uh... Well, we have a little time to prepare. I do want to let you all know that uh, I was advised we should leave our weaponry behind. Um, I don't feel entirely safe with that, considering who told me that, but I don't exactly have a way to stash my weapon upon myself. 
from the silence, I'm guessing none of us do. I don't really use weapons very often, so I'm fine. Yeah, I mean, my weapon's built into my armor. I'm not going to remove it. Understand that they might see whatever this is, and I'll gesture over Ander. They might see it as a threat. I do not know. What, my extremely patchwork cloak that has pictures of dogs and a horse and some potions on it. Mm-hmm. If they are intimidated by my my patchwork robes, then this town is a very easy to intimidate. Open up, Ander. You are under arrest by the fashion police. <laughs> <laughs> I'll accept it. Or they know that it's a magic item and thus they're scared of it. Because magic items could do God's knows what. It's true. I could pull out a rowboat in the middle of town. (laughs) Yeah, you never know what you could do with a rowboat. True. It's very true. Well, we have likely only time enough to eat a meal. Um, So whatever is here, you're welcome to it. And we have little time to discuss any additional plans or anything else. Raxo will make some good berries. As far as uh, weapon concealment and stuff, if needed, you could always borrow my uh, bag of holding. We also do have the... uh... Haversack. It wouldn't be visible, but you would be able to get it in a pinch. Good idea. Even way, I ask this with full intention of complying. Is there any room that you don't want me to go to? Here, in my own home? Yes. Uh, You're all you are here already, so it's fine. It doesn't matter. Which one is your room? They are all my room, but Um, obviously, where do you sleep? Both on the second and third floor. It depends on what I was doing the previous day. So, again, at any floor, it doesn't matter. I'm going to go to the second floor then and keep trying to get someone else out because I am not the best one to be here right now. How about it? Let me know once you're done with food and I'll be back. I guess I don't know. Um, Asking for my own and out of ignorance as well, um, is there anything someone would could do to assist with that in a non-traumatic way. Does anyone have an instrument specifically that they would be willing to loan? I have a staff of bird calls. It's not the same, unfortunately. I don't think I do. I 
it's fine. It's not particularly needed. It's just certain ones of us like certain things. And right now, Teacup has more answers than any of the others. So I am trying to get her. Familiarity. That makes sense. Um, I'm trying to think of ways that Raxo could help. I like, but I doubt it. There's something that Teacup, that they know Teacup likes or something like that. Um, up until this, um, Sangam as a whole has been kind of very quiet about who has been who. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that's you've probably You've probably interacted with all of them, but just looking back, it would be very difficult to pick out who was fronting when. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. While we wait on Adley, I have some questions. At least if uh, I am running the risk of being kicked out of a second village in, in the valley, I should at least understand the people that are putting me in such a situation. Particularly you. And I'll look at Ander. Why particularly? You are newest to this group of outsiders. What? Yet you have also said that you are from this deep water. Yeah, well, not from, but that's where I was most recently before uh, I was brought here, wherever this here actually is, Barovia, as you call it. But yeah, I was uh, living and working in Waterdeep. I, uh, anyone else familiar with the area? Is that we're like, looking to Raxo and Mal? I'm assuming Adelie has left. Yes, Adelie has yeah. left. Uh, where are the two of you from? Um, oh, I, I grew up in a group that was sort of semi-nomadic so we uh I did spend a lot of time around Waterdeep yeah so still from Faerun at least yeah you as well Malalias yes I'm from Waterdeep okay how and... deep is the water there well, it is next to an ocean, so... Deeper than I've be. been able to traverse. Same. How deep is this ocean? I... I I don't know. I don't know how to tell that. Yeah, I've how, never... How, how would one measure? <laughs> That's a good question. I actually had never... Has no one swam to the bottom? Um... It is deeper than that, I will say. Oceans... Have you seen an ocean ever? I'm just going to stare at Raxo and like blink a few times. <laughs> okay, so the water has a salty... I mean, 
stories, but uh, yeah, no, no, I have not heard anything. Please go on. Okay, well, I'm not, you know, an expert in oceans necessarily, but I've been there, and the water it goes deeper than any lake. It is bigger than any lake. When is, is the lake that we went by, is that the largest one in Barovia? It is the largest body of water in Barovia, yes. You know how you can see the other side of it? Of course. Uh, in, in the ocean, it goes so far past the horizon that um, the farthest point that you can see is not even remotely close to being across. It's like if you were like, to is stand... It, is it further than like the village of Borovia to Yesterhill? Like, it is the size it's of several it. miles. It is. Is bigger than several miles? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yes. And as such, the water gets very, very deep because it's not flat at the bottom. So And you are all from this this no. deep water. Oh what do you mean no. it's not flat at the bottom? Everybody knows it's flat. What the water or the <laughs> <laughs> Don't you dare. Don't you're doing what I think you're doing. Don't you do it. I will Mal well, right Mal now. Mal just starts laughing. Like Everybody looks at him just like with a like, stupid face for just a half second, and then he just laughs. That, that flat boulder will, will kill with the party. Yeah, like, like, did you just, yeah, did, did you just yeah. really say that? Technically, in Barovia, the world is flat. That's true. It's a demiplane, right? I looked that up today. It's also yeah. gaseous. Because yep. <laughs> of the mist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. To to answer your question, the three of us at least have are worked near, lived, or various around this uh, water deep. That being said, I don't. I'm not from there originally, so just where I ended up moving to and working when I became an adult. My family was oh my town, clan, I I guess they were mercenaries mostly, so we moved around a lot. Meanwhile I seem to have a rather stable childhood. My parents raised me well they were my father's a shipping magnet my mother raised us the best that she could obviously she did flawlessly with me but mm -hmm. then i came of age and my father took me by the arm and walked me to the door and said boy go make your own path in the world and shut the door behind me um i will point out that i did grow up in the stable i uh i uh trained i trained war horses for in uh, my early adulthood, so... That's respectable. So, so stable? Seems that we're the exceptions in this world. <laughs> Most people <laughs> seem to have troubled childhoods. And mine was not troubled. I 
I grew up, you know, I think everyone has their own insecurities when they are young, right? Every, no one feels perfectly like they belong when they are young. But my particular insecurities were because I was not as adept in fighting as many of my the people around me. So, Malelius, you, I mean, looking at all of you, um, this, sorry, the water deep, um, surely has a variety of people. Uh, clearly, we have Ander, who is like us, well, mostly like us Barovians. Then we have you, Raxo, and you are orc? Uh, yes, have orc. Ah, don't have those in Barovia, but many stories come through. And have, then... Have you ever seen one before? Have, Or is it only... I have never seen one before. This is why when I first saw you all, I was very standoffish. I see. And then there is you, Malelius. I mean... Never well, seen a human man this handsome before. I mean, I am human. You are clearly different. Well, you were human, my friend. Are you still? I mean, I hope so. In all fairness, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I At don't... This at this point, there will be feet on the stairs, and a short, like, four-foot-something gnome walks in, um, wearing the colorful clothing of Teacup. I... I think if these... Uh, sorry, no, wrong, wrong. Entirely wrong. <laughs> Try again. <laughs> I think <laughs> if Yon wants to identify as a human, then... That's okay. I mean, I identify as a gnome, and the body is not one. So... And you are... Oh, I'm Teacup. You've already met me. I just didn't look like this. Right. Well, my full name is Lorwyn Jasley Duhani Tiffany Lixie, but you can just call me Teacup. It's a whole lot easier. That is a lot easier. Um, and you spelled it out. I'm going to start writing that down. Yeah. Literally same. Like, Ian like, pulls out a book. <laughs> yep. Notebook's out. Jotting this down. I have that whole name memorized. <laughs> um, Teacup, I, I, I do believe I'm just going to have to start writing down your names on the back of my shield here. Just to... Oh, no, no, no. You can just reference. call me Teacup. I know it's it's a very long name. Well, not just you, my friend, but all of you. Oh, that, yeah, that's fair. Uh, I mean, Sangam is always a good base name, cover name. I don't know. It's a safe one for us. We will all respond to Sangam. So Mal's gonna like set the shield down, just like start drawing little reference pictures, like with stick figures <laughs> in different colors as well as he can. He's not a good artiste. I love how, okay, so everybody else is like scribbling down notes and stuff. I think Raxo would find a a uh, couple of, or, or like a fruit or a potato or something and start 
tossing it and catching it. Just leaning back in a chair, <laughs> doing whatever, while everybody else is all, like, scholarly. <laughs> Mal's over there, like, with a crayon, basically. Mm -hmm. So we have... Scholarly uh... and doing his best. <laughs> yes. Yep. So we have uh, two humans, uh, a gnome that is part of a greater hole in the body of one Sangam. We have a half-orc, and then we have and DM. Do I know the appropriate name for a tiefling? I would say whatever you think Eon would know. Theoretically, it would be possible in Barovia. Yeah. Like, the rest of us know, right? Like, we... Yeah. Because yeah, Ander has not... It's never been mentioned that Mal, up to this point, has never said anything about him being a human since Ander has been here. Like, mm -hmm. I, I think this is the first he's hearing it. Like, yeah, yeah, a perfectly normal human like the rest of you. Mm -hmm. um, I would say I think Eon's fairly well read. So even if he's never met a tiefling, it would make sense that if he's yeah. heard of half works, he's. Yeah, yeah. I think it would be an, an Eon way decision. Me personally. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna just say be, just because of how you've just you know designed them so far. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna roll a D100. Uh, oh, higher low. I'm gonna say low. I'm calling high. So 51 and up. Yes, I do know. I don't know. That's a 43. Oh man, so that was close. You are some kind of purple uh, thing. Uh, I don't know what you mean. My my skin's a slight shade darker than the rest, but standard human colors. No, my friend, my skin is a shade darker than the rest. You, you're a totally different color. We we might need to get your eyes checked, my my friend. Do do you? Have you ever looked in the mirror? Genuine question. Like a reflective surface. Can I flip his shield around and look at it? Yes. What What is it that you see? I see myself. Which is? A devilishly good-looking chap, if I do say so myself. Hold on. Hold on. I'm going to run upstairs. Um up to the second floor and in the desk pull out like what is I wouldn't even call it a full mirror it's like a chipped piece of mirror that's like the, maybe the size of his palm if that um, I pull it down try looking in, in, in the I don't know if maybe the shield is distorting it can look and I'll look in I'll look in the mirror first okay, yeah okay and hand it to Malelius. Is your is your reflection like halfway there? I, I like I've always wondered about that. No, you know, vampires. But... <laughs> no, I imagine. <laughs> I imagine reflection. Eon um, looking at it like, wait. <laughs> like half of his reflection is there, just like half body. No, he has a full reflection. Um, Eon, you you notice you have a piece of spinach in your teeth. 
Oh, gross. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I was waiting for the right moment to tell you. Just you, couldn't, you just left it there the whole time? Yeah, I was talking rude. this whole time. You did not say felt nothing? Rude to interrupt. So. I'll hold the so. mirror up to Malelius. Or hand it to him. It's too small to like, hold it up for him. So he's literally going to hold it in his left hand, angle, 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 hold it straight out, like lick his right hand and like just run it through his hair. And like, oh, yep, it was starting to pop up a little bit there from, I'm guessing, bed rest, but still devilishly handsome. Humans Devilish. do not have yeah. horns, you know? Uh, neither do I. This this hairstyle is meticulously crafted and hard to make budge. Oh, wow. Mal, okay. could you bend over a little? What? Could you bend over a little? Like he's like can like lean to the side. <laughs> I'm not sure exactly what she's meaning. <laughs> Teacup is going to reach up and grab one of Mouse horns and like manipulate his other hand so that he can see it in the mirror and just kind of gently wiggle it so his whole head moves. What is this? So for for imagery, before we continue. Yeah. <laughs> um, please note that Teacup's appearance is illusionary. And so while they're, you know, grabbing up at Mal's horns, the little gnome arms don't actually touch anything. <laughs> Mal, you feel your head being grabbed. Oh, yeah, spectral hand. Yeah. <laughs> It is very disconcerting. So when that happens, like he's just going to, his head is going to twitch, like just kind of a visible, just like twitch, obviously, as the spectral hand grabs it. But then the skeletal mage hand is going to appear and apply pressure to stop it. Okay. Teacup stops moving it um, when prompted, but won't really let go and just, what is this? A very meticulously crafted hairstyle. Are you sure? Completely. Um. Eon, don't freak out. It's still gonna be me. And then the form will change to Adelie's form. And Teacup will point up at the horns on Adelie's head. What are these? Those appear to be... Hmm. Tiefling horns. Yes. The horns are going to morph into a copy of Mal's. What are these? Still appear to be tiefling horns. Yes. Look at these. Look in the mirror. Ah. Fine hairstyle indeed. I'm going to insight if that's Mal just being like... I really don't want to talk about this, guys, or if it's, like, a genuine belief. But with a seven. <laughs> Hard to tell. Yeah, no kidding. But regardless of what it is, it's it's definitely a wall. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Fair enough. I have many more questions for you all. Um, 
but I figure it may be best to ask them later and perhaps one-on-one. But I do want to know. And for a moment, I'll look at Teacup, who was Adelie for a second. And there there is a clear distinction of the venom in Eon's eyes when he's looking at Adelie versus anyone else. (laughs) Um... Uh, so so long as you're so long as you're Adelie, it's uncomfortable. Um, well, Teacup would have dropped it shortly after Mal's last comment. And it is suitably more calm, uh, still a little tight, is adjusting, but uh, uh, it was uh, Teacup. Yes, um, Teacup. Are you two from uh, Waterdeep? Um. <laughs> That gets complicated. I suppose I should clarify. Um, I'm sorry, I've never met someone with multiple souls inhabiting one body. Do you know if Sangam is from Waterdeep? Oh, yeah. Yes. Um, The body and Sangam are from Waterdeep. Um, The rest of us are kind of... Well, hang on. Ulharak is from somewhere else. I'm from somewhere else. Adelie is from here. Yes, uh, Adelie is also from Waterdeep um, area-ish. Um, I'm not, and neither is Ulharak. I will, if we have the time, love to get some information from all of you for now i think we should get ready for the meeting with the burgomaster probably um what form should i take since the people at the bar saw adelie and we've been traveling as sangam What would be the least uh, the least complicated? I think, uh, I think for simplicity. Whoever is in the drawing by the guards. Yes. Okay, so um, that's gonna be Adelie. I apologize for not uh, being able to look at you without seeming so angry. Then. No, it's okay. Um, I was a little afraid that it would have to be Adelie, um, which is a lot of why I wanted to check. So I could also, wait, hang on. Oh, this is going to be weird. Okay, hold on. And then the shape of the body changes into Adelie, but the clothes stay teacup's clothing. Mm. This may be. He's a good middle ground. And be careful. Adelie might stab you in the back. For <laughs> taking her form. No, she won't. Well, um, uh, the, Ander, you said you had this bag that like, we can store these things in? Yeah, yeah. He would pull out the bag of holding. Feel free if you would like to carry it. By all means, I don't know who grabbed the uh, 
the bag from uh, the caves. No, I know one of us has that, but that could do that fulfills the same purpose. I'm gonna hold the bag for a second and look inside. How exactly does the never mind, I will ask you later. Um and first I'm gonna test the bag by like reaching an arm in and then pulling it out. Okay. Uh, well, um in the event that I may not be returning home anytime soon, I'll put the rapier in. Um I'm gonna run upstairs and just grab uh two books that are basically filled up yep. um, and run up to the third floor and by the chest, by the bed, I'm going to pull out uh, an item that technically I've had since the beginning, but uh, it makes sense that he would have left it here. Um, grab my alchemist supplies. Okay. And throw those in there as well. And then head back downstairs and offer the bag to whoever else wants to store their weapon. Teacup will toss the dagger, short bow, and short sword that Sangam has into the bag. Um, whoever feels like carrying it, you can reach in, since you know what you put in, and you can grab your items. Or if you turn the bag completely inside out, everything that's in it will fall out. I think you I'm going to take the spongy staff out. And I'm going to bring that as, you know, hopefully some kind of evidence of. It is still dripping blood. Okay. Um, is there any kind of sacks or anything around that I can kind of wrap it in? There would probably be some, like, linen scraps or something. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's what I'm going to do. Oh, yes. The, the loose potato sacks that I have kept. <laughs> I knew they would have a use. <laughs> um, I'm going to put my spear in there, but leave... Now we'll put the Warhammer in there, too. Trying to uh, think of somewhere I can put the <clears throat> emerald. I'm mm. Mel, as you go to put the spear in the... Uh, in the bag you feel it melting to your touch and there's this kind of like reddish tattoo on your arm now <laughs> oh, awesome nice totally not evil spear <laughs> on the totally human oh I also have a, I have a short sword that I have to put in, in the bag and then I will hum and ha over the light crossbow I'm carrying and I'm going to leave that here. I'm not going to put it in the bag. Uh, I'm going to do the same with my quarter staff. Okay. But who and who did of... take the, the handy haversack? Because the group got one of those. So we Yeah, have... I don't remember who has it. But we have two items that can do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or we could say it's on me. I mean, I don't mind. Yeah, sure. Because I could okay. always put my armor in it when it's not wearing it. It would yeah. track. Mal has a fancy backpack. Yeah, I'm going to leave my quarter staff and my staff of bird calls here. Um, 
Yon, what are the chances they will search your house while we are gone? Probably guaranteed. So, then it would make sense to leave some weapons here for the appearance that we are leaving our weapons behind. And that's why I'm leaving the crossbow. Um, and I'll pull out, I'll pull the short sword out of the bag and leave that on the table as well, just to yeah. do that. And I, I'll set my quarter staff up against the wall in an obvious place. Same with the staff of bird calls, because I don't want to make any, like, confusion about... Yeah. I guess I'm I can leave the, the, I'm the, the javelins behind, so that it looks like the spear is being left by. Let yeah. me also make it clear that there is equal chance... That should we fail at presenting our case, we will not be able to return. I take the staff of bird calls and put it in nah. the <laughs> I say yep. that just as a chance. I, I leave the crossbow on the ground. Yep. I don't know why I have this. I found the club there too. Apparently, I picked up a club somewhere. I'm not quite sure where that came from, but. It was when we were trying to get out of one of the places we were stuck, because I feel like I got the club for you, and then I was very into it. Was a that makeshift. You didn't use it. That's right. <laughs> it was a makeshift weapon. Okay, so I was like a table leg or something. Yeah, it was something like that. It was a bone, because you made me a bone. Right. Dagger. That's what yeah. it was. All right, so I'm going to leave the bone behind because I'm going to... And they're going to think we're murderers. Oh, no. I guess that's fair. It was just dinner. Those are people bones. Mm-hmm. Oh, they don't know that. It could just been a large monkey. What's yes. the monkey? <laughs> All those yeah. monkeys you've seen in Barovia. I mean, you never know. <laughs> yeah. they're, they're, the, they're the mist monkeys. <laughs> yes. Like the Wicked Witch of the West, whatever. The <laughs> flying monkeys. Exactly. Yep. They'll get you, my pretties. <laughs> so if we are all satisfied with the understanding that we may not be able to return and what is left here has the chance of being left here. This totally sounds go. like a save point. Like, are you sure you want to continue? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to walk out the door and find a chest with some healing potions. <laughs> Finish all yeah. side quests. Once you continue, you cannot return. Yeah, yeah. there's a point in no return. Yep. Very well. I, you know, own nothing here, so. Well, <clears throat> leave the row house, heading into the streets of Velaki. Kind of immediately out of the town square, you see, you see militiamen, you know, continuing to put up flags and setting up displays. As you all leave the house, you all feel the eyes of this massive, like seven foot tall man, shaved head, darker complexion, the one arm very disproportionately large and muscular with bright red skin and these just large talon-like claws his piercing eyes just looking at all of you 
Good, you did not run off. I am no coward. I will put that on your tombstone if things go wrong. Go, the podium. The Burgomaster is waiting for you. No comment, and I will walk by him. All weapons are in the, the bag of holding or haversack? Yep. Yep. Okay. Do we need to specify which one? No. Or Mostly if anyone was trying to sneak a weapon on their person, you'd have to roll me a sleight of hand or self. Mm -hmm. Mine's literally on my hand, so. Hey, uh... I... I was trying to decide what I would have done with the emerald. I think I'm going to keep it not in a bag and then just pretend it's like a trinket that I keep. Okay. Oh, maybe. Unless they decide to take it. I don't know. I'll think about it while we're on the way. All right. You are ushered further down uh, the market square. As you... I'm going to move your tokens. As you move past uh, the large imposing figure, you hear him yelling at the other guards. I want eyes on them at all times. If they even look like they're thinking about Hurting him. Arrows into their backs. Got it. You hear some mumbling. One of the guards, one of the militiamen kind of just going, yeah, sir, of course. The large man kind of stomps up to him. Would you like to say that again? Sorry, sir. Yes, sir. Good. Back to your posts. The man kind of runs back to unloading crates. There's definitely a look of fear on all the militiamen when talking to that individual. Up on the, the main podium, you see a man, maybe in his, like, Probably late 40s, maybe early 50s. Hair starting to gray. Hairline receded. Kind of got this weird greasy mulletish situation going. Wearing gold and red robes. A thin, wiry smile on his face as he sees the group approaching. Uh, behind him is a gaunt-looking woman. Similar in ages. She has kind of a, a soft smile. Her hair all proper. Makeup applied. Her outfit a little less ostentatious than her husband's. A uh, wooden symbol of a morning sun on a necklace around her neck. The man on the podium looks at you all. I am very glad to see that you came to my summons. It is good to see you again, Kristovich. Are you well? 
Everything is well. As it should be. Now please, all of you, come a little closer so I can get a good look at you all. Please, introduce yourself. I am Baron Vargis Volokovich, Burgomaster of Valaki, and this is my wife, Lydia Petrovna. The woman just kind of nods. It's a pleasure to meet you. Now please, introduce yourselves. Does it appear that we are introducing ourselves to an audience? There just seems to be the burgomaster and the militiaman and his wife. Uh, the festival is not slated to start for another few hours. Right now, people are still kind of wallowing in their soberness, as it were. Um, loud enough that I am at least casting my volume to the militiamen uh, immediately surrounding us. Uh, I will give in my name. Uh, I am Yonwe Kristovich. I am one of you, born in the valley, and have earned my place here in the village of Valaki. Yes, yes, we know you pay your taxes, Kristovich. I am referring to your companions. They speak for themselves. And they may introduce themselves. I am Raxo. I am from... Uh, oh, Lord. Hold on. Out of character. I totally forgot the name of the continent. Faerun. Faerun. Okay. <clears throat> I am from Faerun around Waterdeep. You see uh, him raise an eyebrow as is. he has no idea what that means. We are from a faraway place. Yes, I am very aware that you are okay. outsiders. All right, well, you asked me to... Okay. I asked it you is to pleasure to be yourselves. Yes, it is a pleasure. Uh, teacup will step forward and just bob a little curtsy. My name is Sangam. It's very nice to meet you, sir. Manners. This one will go far. She just beams at him and then steps out of the way of everyone else. I am Malelius von Tempestus, also of Waterdeep. We've traveled far, and it's been a long journey to end up in your village here. He just nods. I'm Ander. That is to the point. I appreciate that. Now, the reason why you have been summoned, there have been talks that you were the last seen heading towards the Wizard of Wine's winery. As of two days ago, the owners of the winery came seeking refuge in the village, 
saying that the winery has been destroyed. And so, please enlighten us as to why four outsiders would not get themselves involved even though they were heading there. Please tell your story. So, did the owners tell you what happened? We have been informed that the winery was destroyed. But nothing about how or why or... He just gives you a stern look. Take a deep breath and look at other people in case anyone else wants to speak up before I start. I can I can pull out my notes if you'd like. So yeah, Andrew would step up. Uh, you seem like a a man who just wants things cut straight, straight to the point. So I'll keep it short and sweet for you. We actually were hired to bring someone here, and then after that, we were looking for work. So we're outsiders, but we're trying to help the town. We get asked to look into why the winery deliveries were delayed. So we go to do that. We... He raises a finger. Who hired you? Erwin of the of the tavern asked us to look into the wine. He uh, turns to one of the militiamen who had just finished up putting streamers. Go to the Blue Water. Confirm this with Orwin Martikolf. The guardman nods and departs. Continue. And we get there and pull up my notes. So we see that the owner of the winery is actually outside of the winery. I believe his name is Davian. Nods. Um asked us for assistance in getting it back as there were quite a few of these stick creatures, like almost like Scarecrow isn't the correct term, but they were like living beings that were attacking anything that approached the winery. Uh, and, uh, Teacup will step back into view and use Minor Illusion to create um, what we saw. Okay. Uh, yeah, many of those. Um, actually, more than we were capable of handling ourselves, and we were uh, bested. And we managed to free ourselves, and... After we were captured, um, Free, Raxo. Wait, what'd you say? I said feel free, Raxo. Oh. Had any details no, I was, that I may have missed? Yeah, I was just pointing out. We we were able to free ourselves from being captured uh, in this cave. Many of us were unconscious and we woke up in a, in a cave. That is a 
the only detail. Yeah. And once we freed ourselves, we went to try to make it to the winery. Where, um... Some... I don't, I don't know if ritual is the right term. But there were... Druids, I believe, that were summoning some extremely large tree. That, um, at, to be at this point, though, just to make it clear timeline-wise, when we arrived to this where the tree was, the winery had already received the damages. So we arrived and salvaged what we could after resolving the issue. With we decided druid. to go ahead and fight. Since we had already lost, we wanted to at least give it a chance to rebuild by clearing out the problem. He seems to, at the very least, be listening to your your story. And, uh, yeah, a lot of damage is received, but we, uh, managed to salvage some wine and delivered what we could to the tavern and uh here we are the burgomaster kind of strokes his chin we also this was a staff that was i believe being used to control trees and you can see it as bleeding I... there is um there is a look of anxiety that washes over everyone's faces like a get that thing away from me look okay well then i'll put it back in the in its sack the burgomaster does look i will refrain from showing such blasphemous artifacts in public going forward i apologize i i am not a not from here so thank you for that clarification i am but merciful the one militiaman that ran off came back <sighs> burgomaster sir orwin did confirm that he hired them they were gone for four days. The old crotchety one said something about a tree. Does this make any sense to you, sir? Teacup yeah. will just shift the minor illusion into the tree that had been attacking us. He, uh, the Burgomaster kind of raises an eyebrow. So you are all saying that it was just an unfortunate series of circumstances, correct? Yes. Um, I would like either Ander to roll persuasion at advantage as he told the majority of the story, or... Uh, those who spoke could roll an individual persuasion roll. 
All right. Well, um, I want you guys to be prepared for how good Anders persuasion checks are. <laughs> uh, while they're rolling. Um, <laughs> I purposely didn't say anything um, as I'm going to use terrible, terrible insight. Um, does it look like between uh, the Burgomaster and his wife, Lydia, that either of them are actually accepting this story? Does it seem to be sinking in um, in a way that looks like they're like, okay, this might be believable. Could certainly try. Oh boy. I'd like to just roll an individual role and say that I was correcting some facts during the story. I did it. 16. Okay. 10. Okay. Cello, if you're talking, you are muted. God damn it. I had so much. I said so many things. Okay. Um, my persuasion is not in the negative, so I'll, I'll go ahead and try to. Okay, so we have a seven, hey. a ten, seven. and a seventeen. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. So um do I get a roll as well? Because I was yeah. mm -hmm. okay doing the minor illusion. Eighteen. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Thanks, guys. <laughs> so, um, Eon, it is very clear from the start that Lydia, Lady Lydia, is believing everything that you all have said and there's there's kind of this look of sadness on her face as she feels for your plight you know she feels bad because you all tried to go do good and it just it backfired in your face Baron Vargas he seems mostly swayed by the story but what you get more than anything is that there is this look. Like you can see the gears turning in his head as to how he can spin this. Not necessarily, like you don't know if he's trying to spin it as a guilty or not guilty. But you can see he's trying to get, there, there's a spin going on in his head as he's trying to find ways to twist this for his own gain if if you get my drift <laughs> he, he just kind of nods well your story certainly has moved me I appreciate your forthcomingness you are free to leave. You are currently not under further suspicion. Thank you for your time. And I do expect to see you at the festival, correct? Of course. Good. Good. I would love to have you all give a speech during the event. Just to let everyone here know that all will be well. What do you say? Hmm? Wait, did he say he wants us to give a speech? Yes. A speech on what? Oh, just a speech at the festival. 
give give the villagers here hope. Something to look forward to. It has been a very taxing day for everyone. And so I think some a rousing speech from such orators would do good for everyone, I'd say. I would love for you to be the guests of honor. Through gritted teeth. Absolutely. We would be delighted. I am pleased to hear that. I appreciate your time. Dress rehearsal is in two hours. The festival is in three. I will see you then. Give a polite, like, half bow. He cut Bob's a little curtsy again. In complete opposite to Yonwei's half bow. <laughs> Good, good. Well, thank you for your time. We will see you in a couple hours. Now, take care. And you are dismissed. And as you turn around, you see a few militiamen in the back had crossbows pointed at you all. The, the grumpy looking man with the misshapen arm puts a hand down, and they all lower their crossbows. They can pass. For now. He steps aside. You're allowed to leave the market square for the time being. Um. Where? Ion, I have an idea. But I think we should go somewhere private to discuss. We can uh, return to my home. Okay. As you walk by, uh, the intimidating man turns to Raxo. I would advise against ideas. Oh, man. Okay. And Raxo would just not respond. But what I wanted to say internally and wouldn't say out loud is, well, clearly you've never had one before. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Got him. <laughs> that's that's how you say all will be well where you're from. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> um, but there, there is just hear and utter malice from his voice. That's fine. That's fine. It's an uh, angry man. Yeah. Well, Eon can tell you about him if you ask. Over. I'm taking everyone uh, away back to my home, and I will turn to Raxo. Thank you for not angering Isaac. I, um, it is probably best to not anger people right now in general, so. He already was angry, so. 
Well, that's no. that too. That was probably one of his best days. <sighs> oh, that's horrifying. Actually, I will be right back. And so I would like to go outside and find like a weed growing through the pavement or mm -hmm. a, uh, you know, some small, you know, wild flower or something. Um, that's one that's not full grown, like ones that sprouted recently. Sure. Um, and I would like to dig it up, like with some dirt, but like, mm -hmm. and then take it inside with me. Okay. Yeah, you can do that. Okay. Um, and there, you said this is, this emerald has growth magic, right? Yes. I want to try and see. So I'm going to take it out and put the pile of dirt on the table. Mm -hmm. um, never at once thinking about how one might not want dirt on the table. Um, didn't even cross my mind. So, pile the dirt on the table, and what do I roll to use the crystal emerald thingy? Do I like? Can I just arcana. Okay, come on, dice, be good to me. Hey, that's a twenty-one. And so there's this <clears throat> intensifying green glow coming from the emerald, and so while you know. It's it's certainly not like you point it and poof it's it's fully grown, mm -hmm. you know it doesn't work that way, but you can see the plant show signs of of being healthier, leaves are greener, stalk uh, or stem is kind of less wilted, more rigid. You can see signs of the plant kind of writing itself and it looks a lot healthier in the presence of this emerald. All right. <clears throat> Thank you. I always wanted flowers on my table. <laughs> oh, uh, I will, I will clean that off. What I was hoping it would grow faster, but it looks like, I like the idea, though I'm not too surprised because if it made things grow a lot faster, then we would have a solution to the wine problem. But from the look of it, it just looks like it makes things grow better. Well, but part of the problem with Barovia in general is the difficulty There's an eyebrow of... raise at problem with Barovia. <laughs> It's my whole what? home. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, I mean, okay. First off, uh, technically, that is true. It's me. Hi, I am. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Excellent. Um, was that the difficulty in growing crops is the soil, right? Like the soil is makes it difficult to grow. Uh, certain kinds of crops, especially the more sensitive kind like grapes. So, as we suspected before, this emerald is required for the soil to be healthy enough for the vineyard to exist, but it looks like we'll there will still be a long time before 
Wait. Uh, I'm going to run back outside <laughs> and try to find a dead plant. Okay. And bring it inside. Okay. Uh, and put it next to the live one and say, the, the table is already dirty. I'll clean it all up. You put the dead plant next to the <clears throat> emerald and it's still dead. Okay. Ah, well. Yeah, so Worth a shot. Like... I was prepared for it to come alive in the worst way. Yep. <laughs> yep. No, that would be the staff that um, is still bleeding in the bag, which... Well, we can find a way to destroy it. Probably shouldn't be repaired. Hmm. Unless you have aspirations to... Become trees. an evil druid and destroy everything everyone loves? No. Not, not... Judgment-free zone. Just... <laughs> Thank you. Fair, you are the only other druid that I know, so you are setting a good precedent for others. I am glad. I really don't think the bar is that high if I'm the standard, but okay. <laughs> Um, no, they were the standard. You are the exception. Oh, the bar was very low. Um, <laughs> so, I don't know how to bring this up to the vineyard. Well, sorry, out of character. What was the guy's name again? Uh, Davian Martikov. Davian. I, I don't know how to bring this up to Davian. I guess... There is, we, the Burgomaster said we are free to leave. Um, we can head to the, uh, the Blue Water a little bit later. Hopefully before the festival, and you can give it to them there. I, actually, I would like to go to the Blue Water because I would like to talk to, man, I'm out of character again. I am shit with names today. What's the Blue Urban? Water ends? Erwin? Okay. I would like to talk to Erwin to see what... My my whole idea is that if we can bring hope using this crystal, or using this emerald, and since we are obviously attempting, or er, he is attempting to make us the scapegoat for this disappointing news, this depressing news, well, you know, maybe we can sort of turn it around and end with actual hope. But That would be I, ideal. I don't want to announce the existence of this emerald if it was kept secret for a reason, but I also don't know if he even knew it was there. So we should go talk to him. To Erwin and to Davian. I can agree to that. I will also take my rapier and short sword out of the bag of holding and keep them on me now. Sure. Mm -hmm. um, I do want to say, Teacup, you do have full memory of what Adelie did last night. Yep, I assumed so. It's just right now is not the time to talk about that. Mm -hmm. Um... 
and then so off we go. Challenge. Uh, I have nothing else here. Yeah, Raxo, as you open the door to Eon's row house, on the front steps you see a basket of fruit sitting there, as well as a few books that are wrapped up in some rather depressing-looking ribbon, but ribbon nonetheless. <laughs> there is some knickknacks, odds and ends, <clears throat> and there's a large crowd of villagers standing around the, the entryway looking kind of giddy when they open the door, or when you open the door and you hear that's that's them. Uh, they came to me this morning and they said that they could fix the winery. And there's just cheering amongst all like this massive crowd of villagers. I think Raxo would slowly back into the house with a sort of like deer in the headlights look. Frantic, <laughs> <laughs> like. Brandic, like was that loud enough for everyone to hear? Oh yeah, and the, the, the crowd hope? is still cheering. Yeah, there's there's your hope, Raxo. I think we are good. Uh, but this is a lot. Oh, oh, oh no, this is bad. This is very bad. And who? Oh. Okay. Um. So, I I I thought maybe there was time to um <laughs> work this out first. But I think I need to tell you what happened to Adelie. Uh, Raxa will close the door. Not even <laughs> acknowledge people. And just close the door. Let us, let us go up a floor so that they at least cannot see us through the window. Yeah, okay. Right. So... Okay, so last night, two things Ooh. happened. Um, first, when Adelie was insisting that uh, she did not speak to Strahd, um, that was the spell command person. Um, as you worked out, she did speak to Strahd. Um, he was prop propositioning, I guess, kind of. Well, I mean, Adelie also I asked, but... Oh, and all of this um, is, is being said still in Adelie's form, but with teacup's clothing, just to make it even weirder. Mm -hmm. Um. Okay, so... Sorry, I'm a bit scattered. Okay. Yes. Adelie talked to Strahd. Adelie wanted to know uh, what he could do to help fix the situation because he had told her that he could. Um, she was also kind of questioning how strong he was. And just being Adelie. Um, so now Gaius has been cast on us. And 
Do I know Gaius as the, yeah, as, is... as a spell? Um, Teacup, you take twenty nine points of damage. Oh god, okay. Oh lord, twenty nine. Mm-hmm. All right. As can we see that physically occur. Oh yeah, Teacup as just randomly flinches and goes. Um, also, please mark down a point of influence. Yep. <laughs> so how much of that did we actually get? Uh, when Teacup said, cast a Gaius, you saw blood pouring out their eyes and nose. And and they they did visibly wince. Um, I will heal that. Let me see. Honestly, I think with that big of an amount of damage, I think that the form flickered for a minute to show the actual body before mm. reestablishing itself. Yeah, like a burst of static. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, you get you get eight points. Of, <laughs> you know. Yay. You know, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'm no longer in single digits. <laughs> and then. I will also be casting Cure Wounds at the same time for seven more. Yay! <laughs> so I'm 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 gonna reach DM um, because character wants character knowledge. Uh, knowing that, knowing that uh, they spoke to Strahd, um, we mm -hmm. get the we get the command person uh, the the. It's kind of in the name. It's, it it is what it says on the tin, um, mm -hmm. but. Gaius, am I aware of the spell or the effect of the spell um, in studying my own enemy and what he might be capable of? You could certainly roll Arcana. Did, did you say the spell was Gaius? Um, Gaius. It's, Gaius, it's, like it's guys. happy. Guys, but it's, it's hard to pronounce. Oh, guys. Oh, okay, seriously. Okay. I thought you were like, I, I seriously thought I was just wasn't in on a joke there for a second. Uh, it's no, also no. Gatch in few Irish pronunciation. Irish. Uh, Arcana, you said? Yes. Could I, could I also do this as well? Yes. Hey, me too. Yeah. Might 19. As well, might as well join the Arcana party. 14. I cast persuasion right. instead because I'm way higher than that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, I persuade um, my brain to know the spell. Uh, <laughs> okay. Plus one for 19. So I will say all four of you do know what the ramifications of the Geish spell is and the fact that um, if you are subjected to it, you are given a task and that if you do not follow up that task, you will be you will be wounded. Do we know of any sort of cure counter to it? Um, second, I will say Mal and uh, Eon, you rolled well enough. So remove curse, greater restoration, or wish. Oh, damn. Oh, just low level spells. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I got those on a scroll here. Hold on. <laughs> Move curse is achievable. Uh, wish yeah. not ruling. I have no idea that a wish spell exists. Sure. Yeah. That's very fair. Curse is our only option. 
Well, remove curse is only available to clerics, paladins, warlocks, and wizards. Yeah. It's a good thing we have one it's, of those. It's a shame we don't have any paladins leveling right now. <laughs> <laughs> or somebody who's level five sorcerer. Whoops, we might have one of those here. Just chillax. <laughs> well, you are clearly under... You're under the effect of something that will prevent you from acting against it's, his wishes. Um, it's more than that. He actively told us that we had to do it. So... So you you have to deliver or yeah, do what what was the request? I believe uh, we established that last night was trading a life yeah, for the a, winery. A life for the winery, but to find it in our messages. Actually I don't think it was written down. Yeah, whose no, it wasn't. life. But it is to deliver Irina. Yeah, I, was, I was just making sure that that was passed because I don't think the who had been discussed when yeah. we were talking yet. So but yeah, and when it was talked to Adelie, it was basically like a servant of Strahd's would collect. It, um, so it's to deliver Irina, and a servant of his will collect. And you cannot act counter to these orders. Um, At least not, not if I want to take a shit ton of damage, but technically I'm in the clear for the rest of today, damage-wise. Because that only happens once a day. So, at this point... Um, wait, was it... Was it now clear that it is it is Irina that we'd have to be trading? Yes. Yep. At this point, our options are do nothing and watch you slowly die. <laughs> um, or trade a life to the devil in the hope that the devil keeps their word and restores the winery. Note that you are literally making a deal with the devil. Uh, in, in our defense, we didn't, like, make a deal. It was forced on us. Yet, Adelie wished no. to test no. the strength of this. Yonwe, there is a reason that Adelie talked to everyone immediately when they got back. Despite all of their flaws, there's a survival instinct. Oh, I am clear. It's just not always in everyone else's best interest. No, it's not. It's in the best interest of us, of the body. They're a self-defense mechanism. Honestly, it's very surprising that she mentioned it to you. So... I understand being angry at her for talking to him, but you do not get to blame her 
24-hour situation where you do not get to say that she made a deal with the devil because she did not. They were forced into this. This specific situation of having to deliver Irina. Yeah, and in addition to that, I think we should focus on what we can do instead of what has already been done. Agreed. If uh, we have limited time, we need to get creative in how we can prevent Teacup here um, from interacting with Irina to prevent them from directly going against his wishes. You also, you did hear when Raxo opened the door, the villagers that were cheering, one of them said that these are the ones that said they'd fix the winery. Yeah, some, this is what I was bringing up. up. Yeah. yeah. And they That's... said this morning. So we, it is not just that I am saying that Adelie has, has, is put in this situation because we are all tied to it. I am once again at Adelie's whims. And whether or not I like or do not like Adelie, I now have to participate in something that is a result of something Adelie decided to do. Not that she decided to make a deal, but I don't know what was on her mind when she decided to, what, leave and walk around the village at night? She wanted to fix it. Um, but regardless, yes, it is because of her actions that we are in this situation. I will not deny that. Um, but also, that them knowing about it, the, the villagers knowing about it, that's not us. Yes, that is very concerning. Um, yeah, let us, let us be clear. Um, we have, we have problems, but the math all adds up one way. Is Strad. Or his servant, or whatever. So it seems to me our choices are few. We still do have to get to the blue water and see if perhaps we can squeeze out some truth in what they're saying and hope that by returning this emerald to them there is at least some good hope that comes from them having it and good news that we can share or or we watch uh the you body know. of sangam die because i am not trading arena's life yeah i think i think we stop reacting to all of these situations and we deal with the shitty cards that we have been dealt, but they are ours to deal with regardless, and we do something about it. We look into what we want to. We have Madam Ava, who told us to look for specific things, and we've done none of that. Maybe it's time we do. It's sometime in the next two hours, because <laughs> we don't have that kind of time to go find a wizard in the forest somewhere. No, but now we have the freedom to leave. 
post the festival. Yeah, so after the festival, like, they're not expecting us to magically have a winery appearing behind them in the next two hours. And if they do, then it's a very delusional village. Oh, well, and that is what I was going to bring up. We can make our solution to fix the winery be related to this crystal and the seeds that we found and, you know... Coming up with the, to bond together as people to go rebuild the winery together and help the family and all of that. You know, um, motivational hope stuff. Do we need to go to the festival? Attendance is mandatory. I mean, yes, but also we can leave. You were also instructed to give a speech. We were instructed to specifically be there and give a speech. We would just be on the run from this village and... Which would mean that I have put my home, my village, my home village behind me, and I would be putting a second one behind me. That's not fair to you. Okay. I, um, I I can appreciate your, your struggle here, um, but you do realize that the rest of us are here against our will and will likely never see our home villages again unless we start doing something. So my empathy for losing a home village is a little light, apparently. I don't, I, I don't, think... you. I don't begrudge you for seeking to protect yourself a bit. I only, at this stage want even the tiniest bit of sympathy that I had to be murdered in order to get this far, and at this point, I'm risking a second home in the land I was born in, the only land I know. No, I understand. Like my, my point of that is that we can do this festival, but I think our time in this village needs to be limited because we have things to look for and things to do. I'm tired of reacting to what is being done to us, and I would like for us to start doing things back. We need I to agree. look into these these cards, if it's any kind of assistance from what Madame Ava said. I know I'm putting a lot of a lot of weight into a fortune teller, but it's about all I've got to work with right now. I mean, fortune telling's a form of magic, so <laughs> makes sense to me. That it is a form of magic, yes. So in line with that, I am my vote is still with Raxo's idea that we head to the Blue Water and see what then we can accomplish there. Yeah, that's fine. Now, how do we get to the Blue Water with all of the people outside? You walk outside, you smile and wave, and you say all will be well. Okay, I trust yeah. you. <laughs> Maybe we can crowd surf to the blue water. <laughs> it's all just a performance, really. Just put on a smile, put on a mask, pretend to be someone you're not. It's easy! Alright. Well, let us go then. Let us go. And while we're here, I will reach into the... Into the um, bag of holding, and I'm not really, I'm not strong enough to wield a warhammer, I don't think, but so I'm going to struggle to lift the hammer out of the bag <laughs> and hand it to Malelius. I think you can at least hold on to this now. 
if you want to. Yeah. Is there anything else that you need from your home? Uh, no. I have, I fully expected us to be kicked out earlier, so I have with me what I am willing to take, and I will have to make do. Small victories. As you open the door, the cheers from the villagers get louder. You see even more gifts and offerings on your front steps, Eon. Bottle of rose water, some bakery goods, some pressed flowers. Teacup is going to push her way into the lead and just like carefully step over the gifts and stuff, just like looking to the crowd, waving, smiling, super huge, just. You still look like Adelie. Yes. Um, one of the villagers approaches you as you're walking. So, is it true? I heard that you said you know a spell to bring the winery back tomorrow. Well, tomorrow might have been an exaggeration, but it will definitely be being worked on. You hear another one chime in. Yes, they said they could bring it back as soon as tomorrow. And there's a lot of people, like, voices chiming in. There's a little bit of a telephone situation. But as you all walk to the Blue Water, you learn that, like, many of these people claim to have talked to you this morning. Talked to Talk me, like, Adelie. Talked to Adelie or one of the other party members. Okay. Directly. Um, as all of that is happening, Teacup is doing her absolute best to reply to every single comment of like, well, that may have been an exaggeration. We don't actually know for sure. It might take a bit longer than just tomorrow. Like still trying to be like optimistic mm -hmm. and for lack of a better term, motivational, but also trying to like put a more realistic view on stuff. So there is definitely some confusion. Um, a lot of people are brushing it off as you being modest. But the implication is that, like, the people who had talked with whatever was pretending to be you were all told that you have powerful magic that could bring it back. Not, like, piece by piece, but, like, instantly. Mm. Uh -huh. Um... At one point, just if there is a tiny bit of space to just breathe, um, specifically with like Teacup standing near Raxo, um, in Adelie's voice, with a momentary shift to all of Adelie's mannerisms, Raxo will just hear a quiet, someone else took my form. And then it's right back to, Ke to Teacup, who just like seems a little bit flustered by that, but is still putting on a good show. Mm. The it's very much that kind of crowd of just that almost mob crowd that forms when like a celebrity is going somewhere like there's just these countless swarms of people 
you know, when you first got here, they paid you no mind. You know, in, in the village of Barovia, they left no, you barely saw anybody. Now there's dozens of people just swarming around you. Just lots of talking and, and like excitement. You do finally get to the Blue Water Inn. And it does look like they're about to go to their business. As, you know, but they still cheer for you as you enter in. And you enter into the Blue Water. You see Erwin behind the bar. His eyes just look exhausted. So, it sounds like you've been busy. Um, Apparently, not, yeah. Not as busy as one would be led to believe. He kind of gives you a look and he looks at Eon. So, about what we talked about this morning. Uh, what did we talk about this morning? He raises an eyebrow. Well, you came in and told me and my father that you had a lead on how to fix the situation with the Weinar. You said that you would tell us more when you came back. Did I... I, I don't even know how to ask that. I... Uh... All I can say is, I did not come here this morning. I was with them at my home, and we went to see the Burgomaster, and then we returned back to my home. He narrows his eyes at you. Be that as it may, I may be tired, but I am no fool. You were here this morning, about three hours ago. You came in alone, said that you had to talk to me, that it was important, and that my father needed to be here. You said that you couldn't talk about it because it could be dangerous. You told me that you and your companions had discovered a, a lead that could help fix the problem, and you had to look into it further. But you assured you assured me that it was some sort of powerful magic that your companions can cast. Well. I don't mean to be rude, but truly that was not me. However, there is still some truth in what you have heard. Though there is no powerful magic that I am aware of that these people can cast, otherwise we would have saved the winery the first go around. He, as he's talking, like you can see him look tired, and Davian kind of hobbles over with his walking stick. Do not 
Do not dance around the issue. Because you've already given me hope and dashed it twice. What are you playing at? We are not playing... We are not playing anything. I genuinely do not know who is impersonating us. But... Actually, I, like, I glance around the room. Is there other, like, patrons in the room with us, or is it all just... Right now it's empty. Not even the drunkards are there. Okay. The only hope I can offer is something that we found before when we took from one of the druids that... I didn't know what it was, but we have t- taken the time to analyze, and this emerald can grow. The moment you say emerald, the old man, like, jumps over the bar and runs up to your face in, like, a, a moment of supernatural speed that you didn't anticipate from an elderly, frail man. Mm. Also, for clarification, it came out of the giant tree. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Give it. Uh, I kind of like leaning back from from him, take it out of my pocket and hand it over. He grabs it and looks at it. Where again did you say you found this? Um, it was in a tree. A walking uh, tree. Teacup. Teacup will once again minor illusion the tree that we fought. You see a look of just anger on his face when he sees the tree. Yes, the creature that destroyed our home. It's dead now. Good. It It means we can rebuild, but it will be. It will be a long time before. We are able to produce anything viable. We would have to regrow the grapes, re-ferment. We would not be able to produce anything for maybe a good year. Not to mention the fact that our whole facility is gone and would have to be rebuilt. Now don't do not get me wrong. I am glad that you brought this back to me. And this certainly will help, but... It may not be in a time frame that will please the villagers. He kind of looks at Erwin. And as my son said, you came in this morning during the breakfast rush. There was it? He points at Ian. There was a table that he talked to, said that there was a plan. That you could make the wine flow again. Soon. He said your friends were telling others in the village not to give up hope. 
and that the wine would flow again soon. So, if that was not you, then you must be careful. Because the moment that they find out that what they were promised is not true, that is when their adoration will turn to anger. And you will have a mob on you. I seek no ad adoration. But also, disdain and anger is not desirable either. Erwin kind of nods. What my father says is true. If after giving hope again, having it to be dashed from them, that would drive many in this village to brutality. Alright, I have another idea, and it may be risky, but I was trying to think how we might get out safely. Um, could possibly someone who might be best at giving speeches come and give, you know, a... The which, by the way, for both of your information, we were asked by the burgomaster to give a speech of hope to the village today, which I do sort of feel like he was trying to not have to deliver bad news himself. Um, it, that does not surprise me, but the the one. Posing as Eon said that you would be telling everyone your plan at the festival. Oh, Lord. Well, so if someone, if one of us had the, you know, gave the speech and had some sort of escape plan, maybe some disguises, and, you know, we set realistic expectations and then made our way out before the mob started i i know that's very vague before we do that is irena still here yes she is in her room i think at this point it may be best to include her in this conversation agreed i will go fetch her and erwin heads up the stairs davian looks at the group Mind you, I do not bear you any good, any ill will. But you dash the hopes of the villagers like that. The mob will want something as vengeance. Even if you do escape, they will turn on anyone or anything they can to take out their frustration. People will just get leave hurt. a note and leave. People <sighs> would get hurt. Businesses would get damaged. It would ruin the village. And just so you know, while 
neither myself nor my son will take any such action against you. If it comes between our family and the village and you, I am sorry, but we would hand you over. I expect no less. Genuine question. Yes. You don't necessarily inspire confidence to continue to stay in your roof or in your village. I do not. So what is it that you're expecting from us to make this miracle happen and then everything's back to the way it was before Creed burned down your winery at the cost of, well, you don't know what the cost is. So, like, is that is that your hope? My hope is you either leave realizing that Malaki would be permanently barred from your return or you find out who made such an elaborate promise for you and see what they're getting at. I think you and I both don't have to think real hard to figure out who made that promise. To be entirely honest with you, there are many in this village that would benefit from raising you up and giving false lies. There are many other than the one I think you are thinking of who would benefit from this. But there is only one who can impersonate us. Or no. actually produce those results. Or There are others. Do like, you have a list of who? Have a list. <laughs> there is the the other one that I would consider would be the Night Witch, Baba Lazaga. She is the one who may had our village or had our winery attacked. She has had a vendetta against us for quite some time. Hmm. Why? He shrugs. I wish I knew. But she sent her scarecrows. She sent minions. She is a powerful sorceress of the Mother Night. We know she has taken one of our growth gems. So you had more of these gems. We had three at one point. One was taken by the druids, which is, I assume, the one you recovered. Two. The second one was taken in a raid by Baba Lazaga and her scarecrows. She dwells within the ruins of the village of Berez. 
She is powerful, and we have not had the resources to confront her. The third was also taken by Hor, but we have... We have no determination of where the third went. And for all accounts and purposes, it has been missing for generations. May I, friends, add an extra layer to this? Go ahead. Ander spoke of uh, perhaps acting on these these fortune tellings that we have been given, and of them there are many places and things that I can think of, but uh, it's it's scattered. And I must say that if we are in any capacity exiled from this village, there is a chance that one of these cards uh, may be lost to us. I speak more plainly to say that a wealthy woman, um, considering that there are so few wealthy women or wealthy people, period, in Barovia, I would name them as possibly Arena, as sister to the burgomaster, or new burgomaster of the village of Borovia, Lady Lydia, of uh, the the burgomaster here, uh, the burgomaster's wife here, um, the other wealthy person in Volaki would be uh, Lady Vokter, and the only other potential uh, wealthy lady in this village, I would say, could possibly, possibly be even Urban's wife, because they own their own tavern, but that's neither here nor there. And lastly, truly lastly, the last wealthy woman potentially could be uh, the, the wife of the burgomaster of Kresk. These are all the wealthy women that I know. So I would say the last one is 100% false. You do know that the Burgomasters of Kresk did not... Don't really. Don't really. They are not wealthy. Like, the entire village of Kresk is a commune. Yeah, they don't They don't deal in money. But no. wealth... It, I'm arguing that wealth would be, in terms of uh, not just monetary, more power, power. influence, and uh, sense of direction. Uh, Potentially. Uh just to refresh my memory, because I wrote down uh, as exactly as it was, um, were we told that the staunch ally of the devil was part of it? That was part of the reading, yes. Okay. So, of these people you have mentioned, which one of them would you think would be an ally of the devil? Well, I hope Irina is not an ally of the devil, considering that she hired us to get away from the devil. Agreed. Um, Lady Lydia, I have met only by association with the Burgomaster, so I don't know her personally. I don't know. 
And the Burgomaster, um, do you the, know his his stance on the devil? We have so many festivals in the hope that it avoids any trouble with the devil, so I'd like to believe mm -hmm. that the Burgomaster is not a fan. Okay. Danica, Irwin's wife, um, and uh, the, 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 the people here in the Blue Water, I also do I not would, see as allies of the devil. I would choose your words very carefully. I see them. I, I I have come here for quite a few years since I left Kresk, and truly your son has been one of the closest friends I suppose I could say that I have. And that is saying something. I don't know what he would consider me, though. Um, so, no, I don't consider Danica an ally of the devil. Uh, Lady Vokter, I have not met in person, so again, I don't know. I, I don't know. I have heard of her, and she is powerful somewhat. Remind in, in me again why this matters. Because if we cannot return to this village and it is someone in this village it would be hard to then fulfill that vision in the Taraka reading which is for a sword of sunlight uh, actually it wouldn't be that hard we couldn't all come in but um I could and Teacup just kind of touches the brim of the hat. That's true. That's good to know. So Eon watches as Teacup touches nothing, and is it because it's invisible. <laughs> true. <laughs> Which is like taps where the hat would be if it was visible. And so, so it just looks like a cocky salute to everybody else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so of our solutions in the village. At least one of them is here, potentially, with the staunch ally. I um, suppose, but I it would be shocking to see Lady Vokter as a staunch ally of the devil. That would be quite, quite a lot. Okay, out of character, um, I do not remember anything about staunch allies of the devil. Can we get a recap? It's in um, the... Yeah, there should be a... Yeah, there should be note at the top okay. um, in roll 20. should be the note that says Taraco reading. Mm, mm, okay, okay. All right, let's move ahead. Sorry to slow you down. It's okay. <laughs> then the last wealthy woman that I know, the lady of Kresk, uh, definitely not. I can, I will put my, put my life on it that no one in Kresk is an ally to the devil. And no one in Kresk is wealthy. We are wealthy in livestock. Wealth doesn't necessarily mean monetary wealth either. Yes, but my point is, say, is that you as a village might have wealth, but individually you don't. Yeah, I think that the readings... Yeah. 
Because go ahead, sorry. You, your village paid for their wine shipments. As a group, we made a deal with them. And so, yes, we would get some meat or wood or yarn. But it would not come from one source. Your village is the special exception. I want to cast message really quick. And okay. ask Yanwei, who was it that owned the vineyard, the winery? Um, I'll just, I'll look at Melilius and then look right at the owner who's in the room with us. He's recapping in his head now. He's like, that is what I thought. So would there be a wealthy woman that was also linked to the winery? Do I know um, his wife? Do I know Davian's wife? You do not, as um, you do not, nor have you met her. You do remember that when you first got back after the, the incident, there was the locket that Erwin opened and said something about mom before leaving. Oh, that's right. So, <laughs> in response to Mal, I'll just shrug. And he'll just send one. I, I love cantrips. I'll just send one more message. It might be something we follow up on. That could be our wealthy woman. Give just a, a light shrug and a tilt of my head like... Maybe. You can reply to this message. <laughs> well, whatever business you have left, I just might say to you, if you have some sort of grandiose plan on how to get out of here, I would think about it because there are not many minutes left until you the festival. And as he says that, Irina, you see walking down the stairs with Erwin. She waves to the group, and that's where we will leave for the night. This sucks. <laughs> this got messy really quickly. Yes, it Whoops, did. it's my fault. <laughs> It's the problem, it's you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you're not having problems, are you are you even D and Ding? I mean, you're yeah, right, especially in this but setting. Like I don't handle I don't handle tension well. <laughs> Welcome to Barovia. It's shit all the way down. I don't like confrontation. On that note, until next time. Bye. 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 Hehehehe. <laughs>